In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we can only imagine how good and beautiful you are. Please, Lord, help us to experience that more and more. Your goodness, your kindness, your beauty, your power. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to come tonight once again. We ask you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, to pour out the Holy Spirit here upon us tonight in a new way. Holy Spirit, you're the one who changes everything. You change lives because you help us to meet God. You help us to encounter God in a real way, in a profound way, in a personal way, in a way that is healing and liberating. Holy Spirit, come. We need you. We need you more than ever. We love you. We welcome you. We invite you to come and rest on each one of us here tonight. Abba, Father, I ask you to honor everyone that has come here tonight, to honor their faith and their hope and their love, their devotion, their adoration, their praise and worship. They could all be somewhere else tonight. Nobody has to be here, but they all chose to come here. And so I ask you, Lord, to honor that, to bless that. To reveal to everyone here tonight in a new way your presence, your love, and your mercy. We're here in this month of November where we honor and remember the saints and the dead, our beloved, our loved ones who have gone before us. We just pray tonight that all of heaven and earth could be united that we would all be aware of the angels and the saints, our, our loved ones who have gone before us. Help us to be aware of their presence here tonight. And if it would help somebody here tonight, Lord, help them to feel, so to speak, to, to sense, to experience the presence of a loved one who has already gone to the Father's house. We believe that we're all united in Christ, that we all form one body in Christ. And with faith, we can remove the veil that separates us from from those who are already in heaven. So tonight, we ask you to help us pull back the veil that separates us so that we can all be closer, so that we can all experience your embrace Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, we all desire to experience your loving embrace tonight so that will give us more peace, more joy, more security, more rest, more confidence, more boldness, more courage to become all that you created us to be. Mother Mary, you are the queen of all saints, the queen of heaven and earth, 
Our Lady of Refuge. We crown you the queen of our gathering here tonight as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we have a special treat for you tonight. I'm going to call you up in a few minutes, Chi-Chi. But uh, a young woman who, uh, whom I prayed over a couple weeks ago, she was healed uh, after Mass. So she's going to come up here and tell her story. It's, it's very compelling. So we thank God for that ahead of time. And I was asking the Holy Spirit for a verse tonight. And what came to my mind was from Revelation chapter 21. Because the thought of heaven and dying and the saints and our loved ones are, that's all in our minds and on our hearts this month. So I wanted to read from Revelation 21. The title for this chapter is The New Heaven and the New Earth. This is St. John writing, the apostle. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice from the, from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling of God is with men. He will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them. Thank you, Jesus, for being with us in the Blessed Sacrament. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. So this is looking forward to the end of time. To the end of time. Verse 5. And he who sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. That's Jesus, by the way. The Lamb of God sitting on the throne in heaven. Behold, I make all things new. Also he said, write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give water without price from the fountain of the water of life. He who conquers shall have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So he makes all things new. This came to me last, uh, well, it's like a week and a half ago, it hit me pretty hard. This notion of, of God's mercy that he doesn't only forgive us. That's not the only thing that his mercy does. So when, when God pours out his mercy, when we ask him, Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, he doesn't only forgive us but he actually makes things new. Because when we sin, 
it, it damages us and it damages the people that we sin against. So sin damages us and it damages the body of Christ, you could say. But Christ in his mercy makes things new. So he repairs the damage that is done because of our sin. That's the good thing about his mercy. It repairs the damage that was done because of our sin. Now, we might not always see that healing or that repair immediately. I referenced the movie, I Can Only Imagine. So, the man who wrote that song and sang that song the lead singer of Mercy Me, in his own words, his dad was a monster. His dad was an alcoholic. His dad would beat him. His dad would beat his, his mom, his wife. He was a monster. He played football. He was a big, strapping guy. And one day, his name was, uh, his mom left. His mom left when he was a boy. And so then he had to grow up with his abusive dad. And he basically grew to hate his dad. And then he went off chasing his dream to to become a, a singer. And at some point, he he was invited to go back home and face his fears. Well, in the meantime, his dad changed. I don't want to give away the whole movie, but his dad actually started reading the Bible. And then again, to quote from the movie anyway, the man that he feared and hated became his best friend. His dad became his best friend before he died. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. Now, of course, that depends on people's free will, right? Well, but the more we pray for things like that, the more they happen. (laughs) The more we ask for the Holy Spirit to come down and hit people over the head, do you know what he does? He hits them over the head. (laughs) And he keeps hitting them over the head. They might be really hard-headed, like we all tend to be, but the more we keep asking, hit him over the head, hit him over the head, hit him over the head, he hits him over the head. Pierce their heart, change their heart, and he changes their heart. It might take years. It might take decades. Don't stop. There's so many stories out there of people who finally, who finally see the light and have a change of heart and repent. So even if we don't see that, though, this side of heaven, it's awesome when we see it. But even on the other side of heaven, then, God makes all things new. So here's something that we can all, you know, drink to and say amen to 
We all have things that we regret doing. We can't change the past. But again, he can make up for the things that we've done and he can change the things that we've done for the good. Especially as we bring it to confession. That's another special grace of going to reconciliation. The sacrament of reconciliation. It has particular power to repair the damage that was done by our sins in the past. That's a little commercial for confession in case you didn't catch that. Try not to be so obvious, right? So direct, but if you haven't been to confession in a while, there's, there's a little incentive, right? So that's, that is an added incentive of confession that the mistakes you made and the things that you blew up and broke, he fixes them. Does it happen instantaneously? Usually not. But he does go to work because, again, people's freedom is involved. But he can make all things new. He does make all things new. So I wanted to highlight that tonight because that's a a special grace. It's a special aspect of his divine mercy that goes above and beyond just the forgiveness of sins. But it also, and we can pray for that, and in in fact, we should pray for that. Mother Mary encouraged us to pray in reparation, to repair, right? In reparation is to say, to pray for for the repair of our past sins. And he can do that. And, and let us pray for that tonight as well. So, without any further ado, I'd like to invite up Chi-Chi <laughs> to tell her story. Extend a hand and blessing over Chi-Chi here. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for her courage to stand up here and to give witness for what you did for her. And we just ask your blessing upon her. And we pray that her testimony, we say that the spirit, or that the testimony of Jesus, which she's going to give here in just a second, is the spirit of prophecy. So she tells her story as she gives testimony tonight. What will be released in this church is a a power to do again what he did for her a couple weeks ago. So the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy, Lord, and we just ask your blessing upon her right now to share this and that her testimony would move hearts and raise the level of faith here in this room and lead to more healing here tonight. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hi, my name is Chichi. I'm a Nigerian. Uh, I've lived in America for 20 years. A little louder. Can you hear me? A little louder. Can you hear me now? There we go. Okay, so my name is Chichi. I'm a Nigerian. Uh, this song I just sang is, uh, it means 
Holy Spirit come down in Nigerian tongue. So I'm excited to be here before you guys to give testimony to God because I, I promise God that if he ever heals me, that I'm going to tell the whole world <laughs> that at times, yeah, medicine works because I'm in health care. I'm a pharmacist. So, but it happened that last year, September last year, I traveled to Nigeria and there was a food that I've been missing for a long time. I've not eaten that food. So I wanted to buy the food in, on the street. My husband asked me not to buy it, but I was like, oh, I should be fine. But I ended up buying the food. After eating the food, I started purging. I purged for seven days. I was going to the restroom to the extent that I can't move anymore. So I stayed in the hospital for five days. They, they gave me some antibiotics. They gave me some fluids and all that. Then I came back to America. I went to see a doctor. They say that I have H. pylori infection, which is a bacterial infection that you can get from contaminated food. So my doctor sent me to a specialist. Uh, normally there's line of treatment that we normally use to treat uh, H. pylori. So they put me on those antibiotics. It's like four different antibiotics. So I was on it for 14 days. Then afterwards, I went back to, to retest myself and they said that I'm, I'm okay. But after two weeks again, I started having the same symptoms. So I had to go back to the office. So they tested me again. They said that the infection came back. So the doctor gave me different types of, you know, different kinds of antibiotics, which I took for another 14 days. Then after 14 days, he said I should come back in one month. Then I came back in another one month. They said the infection is still, was still there. Mm. And this time, it's already eating up my throat. Like the, let me explain to you guys the symptoms I was having here. I felt like inside my throat, like I felt like I was bleeding, like, like somebody scratched me. That's the pain I was having. I was so restless. I couldn't do anything. I was just, I don't know what to do. I was like giving in because it's a, they made me to go to CT scan. After CT scan, they didn't see anything. Like they thought it was something else. Then after that, I went to see uh, ear and throat doctor. He said he didn't see anything. So then in two or three months passed, I went back to the doctor's office again. And with all these things going on, my copay was piling up. It was a lot of copays at home. So I was confused. So the last time I went to see a doctor, I was like, I'm tired of paying copays. I'm tired of coming to you guys. I need help. So the doctor says he's gonna try different set of antibiotics. So he put me on another one, three different types. I was on it for another 14 days. Then after 14 days, I finished. The symptoms became worse. Mm. So I said, wow. Okay, being in health field, I was like, maybe they have developed resistance, like, you know, the bacteria. So I don't know, I've given up. I don't know what to do again, because even the doctor's office, they were tired of me. They were tired of seeing my face. 
So then I came to church one day. And normally I've been coming to this church, even though I don't come all the time, I, since 2009, because we've, been lived, we've lived here for like since 2008 in West Bloomfield. So normally when I come and see Father Jason, I get excited because I just, I don't know that he's into healing ministry. All I know about him is that I love his preaching. Like whenever he's preached the word of God, I go home fulfilled. So then after that Sunday, the mass dismissed. I say, I'm going to go see him to see if he can touch me and pray for me, you know, with faith. So after Sunday, I went to him. Uh, he called one lady up, said, can you help me? Let's say prayer for her. And they said prayer for me for like five minutes. And afterwards, the lady was like, I felt the, the Holy Spirit touched me. Like she was saying like, moving somehow. Me, I started crying because I felt something too. Then after that prayer, I went home. The next day, I, I couldn't feel the symptoms again. So I was saying to my husband, is this a joke or what? What is going on? He said, God has healed you, that's what it is. Then the second day is like, I don't feel anything. The third day, I started screaming. I was like, what is going on? Then for one week, I can't even feel it anymore. It's like I'm bounced back again. So I rushed back here on Sunday looking for Father Jason. I said, who is the officiating uh, priest? They say it's not him. I wanted to go crazy. I said, I need to see him. I have a testimony. <laughs> Something that medical science couldn't kill. Like God has healed me. I need to give testimony. I need to testify to what God has done. So that is why I'm here today to, for you guys to help me to thank God because God has healed me. I am much better. I don't feel that. <laughs> so I don't feel that symptoms again. And I was announcing to my community people that who knows me, they say, priest that heals <laughs> if you are sick. If you have faith, it's not, I know American people, we believe in medicine. Yes, medicine works, but at times, there's some sickness you will have, you're going to witness some divine intervention. I think that's what I witnessed the other day, and I, I believe God did it for a purpose. So my advice for you guys is, whatever brought you here, just have faith. I don't care what it is. I don't care how hard it is. If you, even if something they say, because in, in medicine they say there's some disease states that can be managed for the rest of your life. But if you have faith, if you trust in God, I believe God who healed me can also extend that healing to you guys. Thank you so much. Amen. That's awesome. It reminded me of the woman with the hemorrhage who kept going to see doctors and she only got worse. And like you said too, she spent all that money, you were paying the co-pays and it was only getting worse. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray, I'll just pray a corporate prayer for healing and then uh, we'll have the kneeler here. You can come forward, pray for healing, touch the humeral veil. Uh, and then we'll have some prayer teams available in the back as well. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you now to pour out your healing spirit after that beautiful testimony. We pray 
that your Holy Spirit would come and heal again. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on everyone here tonight asking for healing. And we all need it, Lord, of one kind or another. So we ask you to not only heal bodies, but we ask you tonight to heal hearts and to renew minds. We ask you, Lord, tonight to heal people of depression, anxiety, any kind of emotional bondage that people might be in, Lord, psychological bondage. We ask you, Lord, to free them tonight for the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, we ask, Holy Spirit, come. As we have proclaimed good news tonight, Lord, we ask you to set the captives free, to restore sight to the blind, to renew hope for the hopeless, to set the captives free. We declare tonight an evening of the Lord's favor and blessing and healing. In the name of Jesus, I command all sickness, illness, and disease, all infection, all viruses to leave your bodies now and to go straight to the foot of the cross to be dealt with by Jesus as he wills. In the name of Jesus, I command all pain and swelling and inflammation to leave your bodies now and to go straight to the foot of the cross. Pain be gone in Jesus' name. In any torn uh, body parts, any, any ligaments, any cartilage, any tendons, any muscles that have been torn, we pray that they would all be healed right now in Jesus' name for the glory of God. Holy angels of God, we ask you to come and minister to any torn body parts that need healing, that need repair. Come and minister to those body parts right now. Holy angels and saints of God, come and minister to us. I ask you, Lord Jesus, divine mercy. I was extolling your mercy tonight and you promised priests who do that that your graces would flow. You said, Jesus, that the flames of mercy are clamoring to be spent. So I just ask you now to release those flames of mercy right now over this entire congregation. May your holy flame, may those holy flames, the, the holy fire, consume any and all cancer, any and all sickness, illness, and disease, infection, for the glory of God. Amen.